Hello, hello. It is Thursday, January 10th, 2019, and that must mean at 2000 hours, it is time for Oscar Mike Radio. You can go to OscarMikeRadio.com and find out more. Hit that subscribe button on all my social media feeds to stay in the know and get the word. But as always, I want to start with the question of the week. And the question of the week I was asked is... What do you think about the pronouncement out of China about being able to sink two of our aircraft carriers? Well, I think I want to say this first is this was coming. If you look at what China's been doing the last 10 years, they have been spending a lot of money modernizing uh, their naval warfare capabilities just because they become a more industrial nation, a more international nation in playing in the international uh, landscape and a lot of their tactics, weapons, systems were from the the Vietnam era. So they have been modernizing their forces, everything from training to uniforms to sidearms, firearms, weapons, so on and so forth. So this was coming and this was foretold a long time ago. Now that being said, um, America has been doing the naval thing for quite some time. And they've been doing the modern naval thing first. And when I say modern naval, what I consider modern naval is the use and distribution of um, nuclear-powered ships and submarines. We were there first, and as uh, time tells, we do it the best. In fact, I have this image from uh, globalsecurity.org that shows, uh, you know, what we have versus what other people have, and... We have a we have a lot more aircraft carriers compared to our um, competition. What I'm trying to say is we have more of them. We have people trained to use them, and we are better at projecting force than I would say China is right now. And yes, China is a very big country with a billion people compared to our almost 400 million. But as empires and people have found out time and time again. You can have people, you can have resources, but you have to be able to get them from point A to point B safely. And it is one thing to build up the kind of naval resources that are trained, support them, and then take your army from point A halfway across the world. And we are still good at doing that. Could they sink two of our aircraft carriers right now? I'm sure if we just sat there in the middle of the South China Sea and said, come hit us, I'm, I'm sure they could. Absolutely. No, no question about it. It's not even a doubt in my mind. Now, if we brought all of our assets and resources to bear, if, say, we were to launch stories off those aircraft carriers uh, to other ships that were trying to engage those aircraft carriers or land-based missile systems trying to hit those aircraft carriers, I think it'd be a different story. And the fact of the matter is we have more uh, aircraft carriers, more destroyers than they do. We have a larger Navy than China does. Uh, We have almost 340,000 people in our Navy. China is hovering around 200,000, which when you think about the number of people and the the landmass that China has, you would think they would have much more. And, you know, to my earlier point, they just built their first aircraft carrier uh, a couple of years ago. They just finished it. 
it's not the, the catapult to launch the aircraft is is nowhere near as advanced as what you would find in our, our our aircraft carriers. It uses a ramp to help launch the aircrafts in the air, which is very old tech based on uh, Soviet technology, actually. Which leads me to my last thing is, yes, they have the people, yes, they have the money, and yes, they have the will. But when it comes to things time and time again, we do not see China as an innovator. We see China as a copier. And unlike the Russians that kind of copy and, and make it better or make it uh, better with, with, with less, a lot of times China's copies are, are quite inferior to their original counterparts. They're not the Japanese. Uh, make no mistake, they, they do not build uh, things like the Japanese did in World War II or the Germans did. There, there's some disagreements about, you know, how that's done. So I think a lot of it is saber rallying. There's a lot going on in that part of the world. While football playoffs are going on right now, and it's very easy to get wrapped up in that, you know, you might want to take some time and watch some YouTube videos about China, read some books about China, or, or just at the very least kind of watch what's going on over there. You, you kind of want to be in the know. Because what they do affects us. And I'm not so much worried about the aircraft carriers. I'm worried about the amount of debt they hold against us. And it's quite large. That should worry Americans a lot more than two aircraft carriers sitting in the middle of the ocean. That's just um, my answer to the question of the week. Speaking of Navy and naval things and naval concerns, military.com had an article uh, that was interesting to me. And, you know, I've talked about the Navy a couple times in a couple podcasts about the uh, drag queen performing on naval ships, a couple other things the Navy does. They're just local to the Navy. But there was a story uh, on military.com by Hope Hodge Sec. Uh, I have a link in the uh, blog post for the podcast. It's titled, um, Sailors Hold Heathen Religious Services Aboard Deployed Aircraft Carrier, January 3rd, 2019. And it's the carrier USS John Stennis. What happened is there were some sailors on this ship that wanted to follow that brand of, of, of heathens or heathenism. These sailors are identifying as heathens, kind of like Christians or Muslims or Buddhists. This is an actual religion. They wanted the ability to practice their religion on this ship while deployed. And he had to get his commanding officer to appoint him. And they got a space in the ship to practice it. And that's what it is. And people got all fired up about this. And uh, Muslims and Christians weren't really for it, I guess. And so I got asked, well... You know, what do you think about this? What's what's going on here? How's this all working? And I, I didn't know. I mean, when I think paganism or, or heathenism, I think of you know Scandinavia where they have the, like the the, the 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 maypole and religious rites and all that stuff. It's kind of a real fringe, outer fringe group. Maybe in the same vein as Satanism. I'm not really sure. And I didn't know much about it, much less that it was actually practiced with the kind of enthusiasm that other people practice their religion. I, I looked up what heathenism is, and I'll have that link in the blog post. It's extremely interesting. 
Uh, I'm on Temple Illuminatus, which seemed like a, the reason I chose this site is because it kind of made it concise and easy for me to understand. It says, what is heathenism? Heathenism is a religion that honors the ancient Norse, Anglo-Saxon, and or Germanic gods and goddesses. And these are the same gods that Vikings and pre-Vikings worshipped. I, I guess if you have, and I do not have a list of all the, the Nordic uh, gods, uh, the only two I really know about, well, the three are Odin, Thor, and Loki. And some of Thor is Thor is very similar to the one in the comic in the comic books, and Odin is kind of like the, the the big daddy, and Loki is um, is the god of chaos and disorder, playing tricks on people. And it's kind of funny. You got you got Odin, you got Loki, and you've got um, Thor, and it's kind of like well, you've got you know God, and then Jesus, and then Satan. It, it, I, I don't know. But the, the, the main tenets of, of, of heathenism is worshiping these, these Nordic gods. Elements of, of, of magic and mysticism that go along with this. There are rituals. The ritual performed on the ship is called a sumbel. It's a very you know open-ended and free-form kind of ritual in a group. And they literally have a horn or drinking horn of, they call it fruit juice here, but it's probably mead back in the day. They pass it around and, and, and toast to or, or, or promise fealty to whatever deity, whatever Nordic god they want. And that's just scratching the surface. I, I didn't want to spend a, a whole lot of time going over this in the podcast. Um, again, I'm just trying to understand what it is. It doesn't sound like there's any kind of human or animal sacrifices. Like if this were a Mayan group on ships worshiping the, the, the Aztec gods, I'd be kind of worried because... They didn't fool around. They, they wanted blood. Passed around a horn wouldn't work for them. But if you believe in those gods and study Norse mythology and want to worship these as deities, this is how you do it. So according to the article in 2013, it was, a, it was a, just a basic poll. Conservative estimates put that there are between eight and 20,000 heathens in the United States. Double that worldwide. So compared to some of the other uh, religions and, and denominations, uh, just the Baptist alone comes to mind. I, I mean, there's more people that go to some of these churches in, in Texas and Florida than are in the entire world for heathens. What I'm trying to say is you don't have to worry about these guys taking over your uh, town hall anytime soon. But it does raise a question if you're serving your country on a ship or deployed and you want to uh, practice your faith with your fellow uh, soldiers, sailors, or Marines, should you be allowed to do that? And, and I, I would say, yeah, there, there is a, there's a process that, in this case, a layperson had to go through in order to be allowed to, to lead the Sumbells. It was followed, and, you know, they're doing their thing. And, and again, they have to be appointed by commanding officers on the basis of volunteerism, high moral character, motivation, religious interest, and a letter of certification by the appointee's religious organization. There's a whole process in the military personnel manual about this but you know this guy went through and and, and met all the requirements and got to practice his religion so i got asked well, well well travis do you hate that is is that a bad thing oh my god you know what's going on here and, and i have to say again no i don't i don't think it's a bad thing look i mean there are there are tons of things 
my military brethren can do in their off time or their personal time that is several orders of magnitude worse than passing a horn full of fruit juice and praising Odin for whatever that deity means to that person at that at that time. Okay, I, I can't sit there and tell somebody that they can't exercise their faith. Even some faiths that, you know, really I have a hard time coming to grips with. If you are practicing your faith and you're not hurting anybody and you are trying to make the world a better place, then who am I to tell you that you're wrong? Now, I know that there's several religions that will tell me that my approach is not correct and that there's one true God or their God's the one true God and we should follow the tenets of their religion. But our, our country, if you recall, was founded on uh, the pursuit of religious freedom. I don't know if they teach us in school anymore, but the pilgrims came over because they were being persecuted in England because of the way they interpreted the Bible, God's word, and they wanted to be able to practice their religion in peace and safety, which is why they left England and came over on the, the Mayflower, which was the only one that made it, but other ships as well. So what I'm trying to say is I, I don't have a problem with you practicing your, your religion or affirming your faith in whatever you believe in. I may not agree with it. I might think it's the most hokiest thing out there. I might find it amusing. I, I might do all those things, but I also may learn from it. I also may respect what you're doing and the fact that you're, you know, walking your talk and you're practicing something that's very important to you tells me that you're not just a wasting time. You're trying to understand the greater world around you. And I think all of us would be better off if we just tried to understand that person's coming from than stopping them from practicing the religion or worse, making fun of what they're doing. That's just my two cents. That's how I feel about it. Um, there are all kinds of, of bad people in the military, bad things going on in the military, terrible things our service members have to see, hear, and endure day by day. When it comes to this kind of thing, my view is practice your faith in the safety and security of, of your duty station in a way that is meaningful to you but doesn't harm anybody else and I'm cool with it. I just didn't know that the heathenism was an actual thing. Uh, I've watched Viking shows and read Norse mythology and I, I didn't really actually understand that you could actually worship Odin, which which leads me to some questions about the Marvel movies and the, the, the Thor movies. I'm like, do those people get upset when they see Thor and Loki and Odin portrayed those ways? Do they get upset at the artistic liberty taken with some of the uh, source material for those gods? I don't know. It'd be interesting to find out. Uh, it, it really would. And if you are a heathen and practice and either serve the military or just practice in general, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to understand more about this. I'm not not really looking to convert, if you will. But again, I believe I'd like to learn more about what this faith means to you and what you get out of it in a day and age where it seems like faith is 
considered a weakness, not a strength. So that, that's kind of where I'm coming from. Uh, it, it is a thing. There are 221 uh, recognized uh, religious or faith affiliations in the military that if you meet all the requirements, there's absolutely no problem with you practicing. Uh, I'm good with that. It sure beats hearing about some of the other games our uh, military members play on weekends that get everybody in trouble. Okay. So it's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. It's just, again, I, I didn't think it was called heathenism. I didn't think it was a thing. I didn't think it was actually done on any scale today. I know there, there's an interest in, in Norse mythology and Viking history. I know you can go to Norway and Scandinavia and Sweden and learn uh, about these aspects of uh, Norse mythology up close and personal, but this was a learning experience for me. So I'll have some links in the blog post where you can go and find out more about heathenism and the link to the military.com story about you know these the sailors serving on the USS John Stennis. And I just thought it was interesting. There's literally heathen sailors in the U.S. Navy, which I'm saying that in jest, but again, I'm not trying to make fun of their faith or um, you know, ridicule them. I just think it's humorous. And again, I would really like to know what they think of how uh, Marvel and Disney interpret uh, you know, characters like Thor. Well, not characters. I mean, to them, it's, it's a deity. So I'd love to know what they think about what's been done with that. Uh, it would absolutely be interesting to find out. So, so this wraps up number 130. Like I said, I'm going to end each podcast with a track from Muggsy Brady. Muggsy Brady was on uh, very recently. He was 128, actually. And he is an Australian hip-hop artist and rapper. And he came on January 1st, 2019. And he just has a great story, a great message, and a great way of doing things. Uh, I just want to leave you with this track called Understand Me. kind of speaks to me, and, and I don't care who you are, what kind of music you like. I think you can all understand it, and I hope you enjoy it. Check him out at uh, Muggsy Brady on Facebook. And like I did last week, I'll have a link to his Facebook page in the Oscar Mike Radio blog post. So that is it. Lots of good stuff coming up in the next six to eight weeks. Keep reaching out to me on the email and Facebook if you want me to talk to you about your military veteran issue, concern, outreach, your business person who was in the military trying to do things. It's all good. It's all cool. Hey, um, that's what I'm here for. So I'm going to leave you with Muggsy Brady and understand me. This is Travis for Omar, and we're moving. You're not the same man, it's just so infant What do you want me to be just like you? Nah, one plus one for me doesn't equal two Equal two, how is it when this world works? But these people don't pull you in so all it does is hurt 
No respect and no love There will never be a change when these people will all rise above It's a democracy, so approximately My rage will burst out and all you have to do is just stop with me Increase the peace at least for once So we can breathe without all Yeah, getting teased Cause right now we are all crying in the rain Ripping our hair out Going insane, going insane, yeah about myself a lonely wolf and you're all the wealth point the finger is like pulling a trigger blow my brains out when you call me wigger you go figure f you to the pussy see the baggy jeans and chains to label me like i'm some kind of funny see why because my skin is white and not black it's the love for hip-hop not to be labeled as that it's a disappointment for your enjoyment as a joke I feel like grabbing my hands around your throat to choke I know it's scary, but that's the very thing I'm intent to do If it comes to that, man there's no stopping me to you We all go a little mad sometimes Maybe because all the haters know how to push all the bad lines Why? Because they just don't like who we are So what? We are fine to become an inner star Inner star, yeah So when these people say respect all But they turn into two faces walking down the dark hall It's because they don't have a change of heart All they love to do is rip people apart Dissing is the mission given the suicidal ignition A thumbs up for the people to be witnessing Trust me I know, I've been through that horror show Saw the light and thought it was a no-go to top it all off, just be yourself underneath Just look up to the skies and think about the peace At least because we are that beautiful person Just to be earning what we are deserving A little respect, is that too much for the sake of it? And to be awakening from it? No, because we've got something to prove Coming together as a culture, we have nothing to lose Yeah Don't understand me But it's the